1. Riedler 1 zu 0 für Borussia Dortmund. meine Damen und Herren. Welcome back to another German football podcast and there is only one more match day left in this season. It's all came down to this final game and there's plenty to talk about to see what's going to happen at the end. We'll go through the Bundesliga, we'll go through the Zweiterliga and we'll go through the Dritterliga and see who, what places still need to be taken, um, what promotion is going to happen, what relegation could happen and we'll just get right into the middle of it. Uh, Colin, how are you doing, mate? Good to have you back in your Fortuna Düsseldorf number today. It looks like a Hamilton Aki's top. <laughs> it does, it does, but Hamilton finally got relegated, but I'm displaying the two scarves in the background that scourged both of your teams, MSV Duisburg and Hertha BSA. Total coincidence, I promise. I bet it was, bet it was. We're, 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 both, we're both not very happy with you. But um, George, how are you getting on, mate? You good? Apart from uh, Colin's um, slight dig at you there with the Duisburg scarf. Yeah, yeah, still trying to get over that and the sort of, the, the, the zebras thrown it away for 1860. Um, absolute, some shocking defending there. Terrible game. Uh, they could have done us a favour. And Sasha, Sasha Mulder is from Duisburg, I thought. You know they might want to help us out, but they just didn't fancy it. Um, the nerves, the nerves are building already for uh, for the big showdown on Saturday. But I'm sure we'll get into that. But other than that, I'm fine. I'm fine. No, fine. You'll you'll never look at zebra the same way ever again. Right? <laughs> Don't go up. You'll never you'll never look at zebra again. But um, like we said at the start, it's going to be Bundesliga, Zweitliga, and Drittliga. Uh, but I thought it just jump in with some like it's slightly breaking news and it's kind of interesting just to get a wee quick couple of minutes on it Mark Royce has decided that it won't be available for the the Euros in the summer uh, which is real shame because Germany missed him a lot in, um, in competitions he, he definitely missed um, a competition before and to do an injury uh, Germany's just a better team than Mark Royce is playing usually you've seen it before he's a really good player for the national team um, so disappointing but I, you can kind of see why and it'll be interesting to see other players come out and do similar but he's a very high high profile player to do it so it'll be interesting to see if any other big players will not be at the Euros in the summer but Marco Royce will not be playing in Yugi Love's last championship so that's uh, interesting to see sad to see as well but understandable okay moving on from that we breaking news um let's get into the Bundesliga so, obviously, the top is pretty much set now. So, what happened to the weekend was that Dortmund and Wolfsburg consolidated their Champions League places next season. They, that top four will stay the top four. Perhaps um, Wolfsburg and Dortmund could change around. But the next bit we come to is obviously the, the Europa Conference League spot because um, Frankfurt are going to stay in fifth. And Leverkusen are going to stay in sixth, but it's the next couple of teams down that's getting really interesting. Um, Colin, we've got Union Berlin on 47, Mission Gladbach on 46, Stuttgart on 45, and Freiburg also on 45. It's, it's going to be an interesting last match day coming into it. What's your thoughts ahead of it? Is, is, is Union in the running with it, considering their tough game that they've got? 
think that one of the other teams could come up and snatch that place away from them? Well, when you're on, it's in their hands. They're the ones in seventh just now. Gladbach, disappointingly, have fallen out. So, in a way, Union are playing the toughest side in Leipzig, but they've secured the Champions League qualification. They've secured second spot as well, whilst Gladbach and Stuttgart are both playing teams right in the relegation mix. So, that both of those teams will be playing other sides that are will be really desperate to get a result. So, it might be difficult for them. Although, I'd... I'm slightly favouring Gladbach with how despondent Werder Bremen have been recently. I pretty much have no faith in them at the moment. I'd put them in... I'd, I'd uh, favour them slightly, with particularly with Union's hard match at home to Leipzig. Yeah, George, looking at those pictures, so you would look on paper and think that, like Colin said, um, Bruce Mins and Gladbach are away to Werder Bremen. And Stuttgart are at home to Armenia Bielefeld, two teams that are um, going to be right in this relegation battle, which we'll go on to after the, the European battle. And then obviously Union Berlin will host uh, Leipzig and Freiburg are going away to Eintracht Frankfurt, who the season's over. Does any of those teams have a favourable tie there? Or do you think that when it comes to the, the, that kind of nitty gritty of you need to win that game, um, that no team really has a favourable tie in the end. Yeah, I I don't really I don't really trust any of these teams to get a result. To be honest, so the reason why all of them were there, probably with the exception of with the exception of Union, is that they've they've had a um, tendency this year to disappoint at times. I mean, the biggest one is say of Gladbach is, is is Gladbach in that situation. I mean, they shouldn't really be competing for the conference spot. They should be should be. Should definitely finish in the Champions League with the way they started the season. Um, you know, they 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 showed some signs of uh, getting back to their to to good form with that five 0 win at Bielefeld a couple of weeks ago. But then lost six 0 to Bayern, and then the the game last week against Stuttgart was pretty poor as well. Um, Union they tend to not do that well against Leipzig um, in the sort of brief history they've had against the, against each other. I wouldn't really um, expect them to get a result. Um, and I wouldn't even expect Stuttgart to get a result, really, because, um, you know, Bielefeld, like you said, they're going to be scrapping for their lives, really. Um, and I'm, I also don't think that Freiburg is going to get a result at Frankfurt. So I wouldn't be entirely surprised if it just stayed as it is for no other reason than no team can get a result. I mean, I'm not sure they'll be like desperate, desperate to, to get a result, especially the teams that are playing, those who are scrapping for their lives in the relegation. So I think it's going to be a lot of disappointment all round and probably, um, probably stay the same, actually. Yeah, you, you mentioned there about um, Leipzig have always uh, had the better hand of Union. With the, the talk of the fans going to be in the stadium, does that give Union a slight advantage? Um, obviously, the last time they played, like the last time, a few times they have played them, they did the fans in the stadium. But considering the year we've had and no fans at all, will that not give them a boost against Leipzig? Or do you not see that being much of a factor? Well, it is ironic you say that because the first time they, pl- they played Leipzig at home, they actually didn't have any fans in the stadium. They protested, some of the fans protested against. Um, 
Rosenbaum um, by the boy. I think they boycotted the first, was it 10, 20 minutes or something? And they came in late. Um, or it didn't seem to have a positive impact on the team. I seem to remember they lost three or four nil. Um, so there's a slight irony to that. Um, but I mean, you know, Union, everyone knows, have got some of the best fans in in um, in in the league. I do seem, I do think as well that I'm fairly sure that a lot of the season ticket holders in uh, Union are not wanting to be at the game um, out of uh, sort of protest against. Um, sort of, they, they don't want to be there. The, the, the stadium could be completely full. So, um, remains to be seen. Uh, I, st- I still don't think that it will be able to get them over the line, but I thoroughly hope that I'm proved wrong. Yeah, no, it's 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 going to be a really interesting one because, like George said, they're calling there's there's teams like Gladbach who shouldn't really be in this position. Um, considering like they they had an up and down season, they had the the, the highs of the well, you can say highs of the Champions League because they did really well in the group. Um, they had really good results in that group, um, and then just the league form, and then um, the whole fiasco with Rosa. It's just kind of flattened, hasn't it? And it's not looking like it could be something that they're they're going to want to go and do. I feel like they kind of just want the season over, um, rather than to to go and clinch that. They don't seem to be a team that's going to go and fight. You saw it last week with Stuttgart, mm. um, that was not a good result. Um, it wasn't a good game either, to be fair. Um, the best thing they did was introduce a new kit. Like that was like they weren't a very it wasn't a very good game either. But do you think Gladbach have completely just ruined this season? Um, considering where they are, and it looks likely like we've I think we're all kind of agreeing that we don't think Gladbach will get that position. Well, it's so disappointing for them. Like I think uh, Christoph Kramer in his interview was talking about how there is a real lack of courage in the game against Stuttgart, and just how disappointing it is considering that was a six pointer. I mean Stuttgart really for the last few weeks. You've, I mean we've said it ourselves that they've really been a team that have nothing to play for. It seemed like they were just going to stick around mid table, similar to Freiburg, but with the last two wins, they're right back in it, only two points off seventh now. For Gladbach, as George said, like their squad is on paper, it's much better than the other three teams and they, they shouldn't really be anywhere near those, but they've just had a really turbulent season. If they hadn't had that Champions League performance, it would have been even worse. Like if that glossed over things for a while, almost, but in a way, since... Since they get knocked out by Man City, it's almost like they just have just been waiting for the season to end. So they, they haven't really appeared to be too motivated. They're still showing, showing glimpses of their talent, like the Bielefeld game, but it hasn't come enough really this season. For a team that should be, when you see what Wolfsburg and Frankfurt have been doing this season, I think Gladbach should, should be equal in that, to be honest. So if we had the pushes for who you think will get the spot. I know, George, you think you you basically said you think it's going to stay the way it is, but if I had to push you for who you think is going to get the spot, Colin, who will get see, that spot in seventh place? See, I'm going to contra- contradict myself and I'm going to say Gladbach because I thought I wasn't going to look at the table. I was going to go through each game and predict it beforehand and then I would see what the table looked like after that. So I've had... I, I just don't have... Don't have faith in Werder Bremen. I think Gladbach will beat them. And I think Union will possibly 
possibly get a draw, but I mean, Gladbach will only be a point behind them going into this game. That wouldn't be enough. So I'm, I'm going to favour Gladbach. I mean, it has even seventh place would be really disappointing for them. No, Europe would be almost like a catastrophe for that squad, but seventh place, I'm going to go for Gladbach, even though it, it really isn't enough considering the talent they have. Okay, fair enough. George, what are you thinking? Yeah, well, I, I did say early on, but Collins kind of talked me into it by just the sheer fact of the, how poor Bremen are. Um, I mean, I mean, to be fair, like when they had something to play for in the cup against Leipzig, they actually they really surprised me, and they showed some good fight. And um, no, I, no, I'm just I'll, I'll stick to my guns. I'll I'll, I'll lock in Union for that one. Okay, see, I'm I'm kind of torn between Bremen are terrible, but kind of kind of fans. I think it kind of depends what happens in that Freiburg game because that Freiburg game's kind of it's it's not meaningless, but it's not be all end all for Freiburg if they qualify. I don't I think so. I wouldn't be surprised if Freiburg where it snuck it, but that that means that Bremen have to do something. For me, I'm going to also go with Union. But I wouldn't be surprised if Freiburg snuck through and got it over Gladbach for me. I, I would fancy Freiburg to beat Frankfurt more than I would be so confident in Gladbach, just the way they've been this season. So considering that I, I believe that Union might just grab something against Leipzig, I'm going to go for Union in the end. Um, so Union's going to be my team, but Freiburg's like in the back of my head. I want to say Freiburg, but I know it's not going to happen, so I don't want to look like an absolute idiot come uh, Saturday afternoon. Um, so we'll go with uh, Union. Quickly, do we, do, we've got to give a lot of praise to, to Terzic once again. It's an excellent end of the season, isn't it, George? That he's managed to get them into the, the Champions League, where we all probably thought, well, to be fair, I don't know if I've ever asked your opinion on it, but we probably all thought that they were down and out uh, when they were, what was it December and they were still seventh, um, they were really far off it for a long while. So he's done really well to get them back in there, um, and it looks like um, it looks like they're probably going to finish third now. So it's a really impressive um, end of the season for them. Yeah, I mean it's a really good story as well. Um, it's interesting because I remember not actually thinking for quite a while that Dortmund had actually improved uh, after he took over, and it seemed like it sort of um, took him a bit of time to probably make the transition to just the, the tactical side that he's has, uh, previously been involved in to sort of the whole ma- management of the whole team. Um, maybe that took a while to sort of uh, get into action, but obviously, you know, him being in the, in the stands for the, for the cup final in 2012 and then, you know, lifting the trophy this year. So it's a great story. And I, I think, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of um, teams in the Bundesliga and, um, and and elsewhere will be we be looking at Terzic as a really good option um, going forward. He, he looks like he's going to fight um, um, Bo, Bo Svensson for the most likable manager of the year. <laughs> if that was ever a trophy, he came across so well this season and just everyone wrote him off at the start. And I think it was slightly unfair considering the the job he was given. Um, although it was all kind of set in place with Rosa, he was given a. A difficult job to get them back up there, and he's done really well at that. So you can't really discredit them at all. Um, and like Dor said, it could be interesting to see where he ends up. 
just the last bit on Dortmund. Would does that? Do you think that means that the likes of Holland and Sancho will stay at Dortmund or have more impetus to stay at Dortmund uh, next season for one more year because they've got Champions League football, they've been successful, they've won a trophy. You saw what it meant to the younger players um, on Thursday night; they were loving it. Um, and it's been a while since you've seen someone properly celebrate like that. I think um, in that kind of similar style. Do you think that means that those players could stay? It's probably something to talk about once the season's over, but I'm going to ask you the question now anyway. Well, it did look quite bad for them. Like, I remember it was only a few weeks ago that they lost the home to Frankfurt and they were about seven points behind them uh, and it just looked just looked down and out. Terzic unproven and it just looked like the, the change hadn't made the sufficient impact. But now, now that they have managed to not only win a trophy, but yeah, as you say, Champions League qualification, which financially for the club is fantastic, means that they don't have, perhaps don't have to sell as many players, and the added impact of the players that are in the squad will probably want to stay now, which is great for them. I think it's it's a big step for them, at least getting some of these players out uh, for another year. I think they, sh- I think they'll get another year of Holland at least. Sancho. I'd like to see him stay, but I mean, he's for the last couple of years. There's been so much speculation over him. You'd like to see them because, as like it was a the first trophy for a lot of these players, and they just seem they they seem to they seem to be such a good harmony at the moment. And I think a large factor in that is Terzic. So it does seem a shame that he's going to just he's either going to go back to the backroom staff or he's going to move on. The latter probably more likely, but it. As you say, like he's such a likable guy, comes across so well in interviews, and a fan of the club himself. Being in that cup final before, it's great to see. And it's just quite sad that he's moving on, and it's almost it's like negative momentum almost with Rosa coming in because he's coming in in such a low. So it's it's a strange situation. Yeah, I actually think that it's best that he goes because I think if he stays, it could completely just kind of undermine the fact that Rose is there. He's got such a good connection with the players. It would just feel like I'd, I I could turn completely sour six months into it if it's not going well and then all the players are like, oh, we've got Terzic there. He's, he did it for his last season. I think it could be an interesting one. Uh, but I agree with your points on the, the players. I think um, I think Harland will stay. I'm quite, feeling quite confident in Harlenstein. I don't think all this... Um, saw someone, it's got a rubbish thing saying that they... I don't know if you saw it. Oh, he's bought a house in Dortmund, so he's staying in Dortmund. I don't think anyone that plays for Dortmund stays in Dortmund. <laughs> like, for instance, I mean, like, for, I'm not being, but I've not heard great things about it, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, it seems like silly. People are making silly rumours about Holland, like, just to make him go. Like, when he went to Man City and, you know, like, and stuff like that, but playing them, and they were like, oh, he's in Man City, he's going to sign, but he was actually just there to play a game. Stupid. Annoys me. Something to talk about when we get into transfers, because I clearly get annoyed with that. But I'd like to see both of them stay, but I think Sancho's most chance of leaving. We'll move on from the European one. Um, but it looks like it's going to be really interesting going into that game with, you know, four games to really properly look at to see what's going to happen. But the Abstieg's camp has got his last game this weekend and it's really difficult to talk about it, especially for myself, because uh, I had to watch FC Kilm. Probably should have beat Hertha Berlin on sun- uh, Sunday. Saturday, sorry. Saturday. Probably should have beat Hertha on Saturday and Giving them a harder time. You give Vida Bremen, who just 
they've got rid of Cofield now, which just seems I don't know about you guys, but I just think it seems it seems ridiculous. Um, and then you've got um, Bielefeld, you know, stuck in there. They they've got the upper hand because they're not in the spot at the moment. George, what are you thinking? There's we we kind of meant, we've all kind of mentioned already. It's like we couldn't get it, we couldn't wait to get it out that we all think the Feather Raven are just probably going to linger here. Surely losing Cofield with one game to go is just a ludicrous decision. No, like is that going to G them up for one game? Is it meant to G them up for the three games? Are they expecting playoffs? It's just I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it was worth doing. Considering how well Cofield was really liked at Bremen as well, and he seemed like they were all saying he was going to be the next big manager, and it never really really worked out for him, which is a shame. But are you who are you tipping to go down basically from that? Is it is it Bremen that that bad for you? Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's cl- it clearly looks like a decision that's made for planning for the the possible three games as opposed to the next game. But I don't think they're going to make it that far. Um, I'm, I'm I'm back in the Billy Goats to uh to, to finally pick up some points. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's just it's it seems to be um a bit of a trend at the moment in German football to just smash the panic button and bring in a, an old club legend. Um, I mean, it's in it's in um, Haasfelder, uh, Schalke, um, Augsburg, off the, off the top of my head, probably some of us. Yeah, it just, it just seems a, a very, very strange decision, really poor timing. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe we'll come on to talk about Haasfelder later, but it's the kind of thing where it's like, you're sort of wondering if any of the, if there's anything a, a coach can really do when the players just seem that's such a sort of poor character. I mean, you saw that in the game against Augsburg last week, just making stupid decisions. Like, if finally get a bit of an advantage with um, Augsburg going out to 10 men, and then what do they decide to do? Also get a player sent off and then give away a penalty. It's poor decisions. I'm not, not really sure how much a coach can really improve that in such a small amount of time. Um and yeah, like Collins was kind of talking me into Gladbach probably getting at least a, at least a point out of this. Um, so well, yeah, hopefully hopefully they lose to be honest. Because yeah, and I think I, th- I think I think Köln, like they've surely surely got to get something out of this game against Schalke. I mean, Schalke were actually quite impressive against Frankfurt, um, but they have occasionally done that on um, this season. Like also the. First half against um, Hoffenheim the week before, they sort of just randomly play well and then remember that they're all terrible and stop doing that. So it's really hard to predict how Schalke are even going to play against Köln because, I mean, you probably think they want to bring they want to drag them down with them. Um, yeah, but I'm 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 going to go with um, Köln to win and um, Bremen to go down and Bielefeld to stay up as well. Obviously. Okay, so Kellen in the playoff, that's what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. What's your take on it, Colin? I mean, Cofield leaving, it means there's only five clubs in the Bundesliga that haven't changed the manager this season, which is absolutely mental. Like, we always we always kind of give that that look of, like, like, the Premier League in England, they are very easily, like, fire happy with their managers. Uh, but the Bundesliga just went and done one better. Like um, all season, so does does that give the more uh, negative impact? Like George was saying, uh, for you, 
do you see Bremen doing anything? Um, or you, like we never, like we never really touched much in Bielefeld. There, do you see Bielefeld picking up points? They're the only team that's away um, out of the three, uh, the three teams. I know that doesn't make much difference with um, no fans and things like that, but you know they are away, uh, and the, it's not the same stadium. What do you kind of look at it? The abstract. Yeah. Well, Kofel, come. I mean, Werder, Werder as a club have garnered a bit more of a reputation of stability with sticking by their coaches. Ironically, with Thomas Schaff himself, he was there about fourteen years, I think it was, and now he's come back in, another club legend. It does draw parallels with Haasfall bringing in Port Frobisch. And similarly with Kofeld, they'd stuck by him just last, la, after last season. They probably could have sacked him, but they've not been much better this season. Earlier on in the year, they were picking up results, but the performances haven't particularly improved from last year, I don't think. But he's been put in a difficult position because the squad's just got progressively weaker. I mean, they sold Max Cruiser before last season. At the start of this season, they sold David Classen, who really was a major factor in them staying up at the end of last year. And they've not adequately adequately replaced them. And for that, I think they should be looking at the sporting director, Frank Bauman, who has come under severe pressure. But the, the, there, there was the, the talk of Cofield potentially leaving a few weeks ago and really the last chance loan for him was that Pokal but it was almost as if the worst possible thing happened that they lost but they were they weren't bad enough that they could get rid of him so they just stuck by him but then they just got rid of him anyway and by this point it might just be too late because it is just short-term thinking now bringing in Thomas Schaaf for a maximum of three games just trying to get that that shot in the arm really just just to crawl over the line. So they could they could surprise me. They could that the sort of new manager syndrome could uh, benefit them. Uh, I'm not too confident about their game against Gladbach. Armenia, you said about them being away. I think that is actually a factor because their away form has been pretty poor. Their their home form has been where their strength lies. Uh, their only away win was the one at Schalke uh, so far this season. That last couple of games, I think they could have sort of slightly more winnable games like at Hertha and at home to Hoffenheim, but they've not managed to not managed to kill off the opponent. But there's they they definitely would have taken this position to start the season though. It's in their own hands. They're the team above the line, one point ahead of the playoff, and away to Stuttgart. That's it could get a result from that to be fair. Um and final final team curl Schalke are, I mean, I think they would have looked at this earlier on the season and thought this is a, like a nailed on three points, but Schalke have improved recently. They've started to actually score goals and they've got a bit of energy into the team with they started playing a few more of the young players, which I think's really benefited them, the likes of Florian Flick. So Having said that, though, Schalke haven't won away from home, I don't think, since 2019. So, <laughs> But you could look at that, that it's going to happen at some point. And it probably would be typical Köln if it happened against them in the final game when they're trying to save themselves from relegation. But as it happens, I think Köln will beat Schalke. 
They should have beaten Hertha. It was a tire in Hertha's side with no strikers. Fair enough, they kept a clean sheet, but they should have had. They could have had a bit more of a go at it, I think, and put themselves in a more comfortable position. But in terms of what I think, I'd probably go for. Say Verda to lose. I think Bielefeld. I, I don't think they'll manage to win. I think they could get a point though, and I'm going to tip Köln to win. So that would put Köln onto thirty three and fifteenth. Bielefeld in sixteenth. Also on 32, but with the worst goal difference, which could really play a big role, I think. And with Bremen losing, that would leave them in 31 and automatically relegated. See, the thing is, before I came on this, I was totally thinking, well, FC are going down. Um, and I've still slightly got that in my head, but at the same time, I kind of fancy, like, I really fancy, like, See if they don't beat Schalke, and I think you were kind of alluding to this, George. If they don't beat Schalke, they don't really deserve to be in the league, considering the way, the way Schalke's been this year. And that's not like a Schalke like as a club. It's just Schalke have not been good this year. They're, they've been they're bottom of the league for a reason. You can't beat them. Uh, you don't really deserve to, to stay in the division, especially when it's a must-win game and you don't beat them. I really, I will find it really hard to watch them not win, beat Schalke. But surely there's surely there's no chance they're not going to beat Schalke at the end of the day, which is important, really important because, like we said, and it's a shame for like Ronan and all other Bremen fans that like we've not really said one nice thing about them yet today, but they have been so dross all season, like the whole the whole season. They're not actually been good all season. I think they kind of flattered the deceiver at the start, where they were looking okay mid table and it just completely fell. And like you said, Colin, they don't actually have a good squad. I think they've. They've sort of ruined the potential of players like Maximilian Eggestein, for instance. He's not really pushed on this year the way you kind of thought he would a couple of years ago. And I think that's got something to do with not playing with David Klassen every week like he was uh, previously. Pro Krug's far too injury prone, which is a shame because he is a really good player on his day. But is he going to be cut out to be like it happened to Hanover? Um, he wasn't really cut out to be the Bundesliga striker for them either. They ended up going down. Maybe it's just it's just not going to be there this season at the end. Bielefeld for me, I wouldn't I wouldn't surprise me if they go and beat Stuttgart, and that's where I think that they probably might beat Stuttgart. So I'm going to go for Bremen to finish second last because they'll lose to Gladbach. I think Köln will beat Schalke, but I also think Bielefeld will beat Stuttgart. Um, so I'm going for Stuttgart to finish ahead. And Kelm will go into the playoff against a team we'll discuss in uh, probably two minutes' time. But that's my, it's, it's going to be an interesting um, Saturday. I think one of the best things I love about the Bundesliga when it comes to the end of the season is the last two game match days, they're all at the same time, all at 3.30 because of what could be at stake. And it's, it's just keeping the momentum, it's keeping the excitement all together. Obviously, didn't get it last week with the Cal games um, interrupting. I think it'll be a really, really exciting last match day coming up. Um, so you probably mentioned other games that are on that probably no one's really going to watch. Um, Bayern Munich will lift the title at home to Augsburg. Dortmund-Leverkusen would look like a really exciting tie if they had anything to play for, but they don't really. Uh, Hoffenheim-Hertha, again, a game that probably doesn't have, that has nothing riding on it. Uh, Wolfsburg against Mainz, um, and that's, all the, oh, it could um, Union Berlin and uh, Leipzig as well, but there's 
that's all the, the games for the last match day. It's going to be a really exciting one, and hopefully it will leave a very exciting playoff against the Zweite Liga side. So we may as well move into the Zweite Liga and see what's going on over there. Obviously, it's now been confirmed that the top three teams will be the only three teams that can gain um, promotion. Um, so Bochum uh, will on 64 points, Hurstein Kiel on 62, and Greuther Firth on 61. Not to give any of those teams discredit, but quickly mention Haas Valfurst, I think that's they're going to be in the fourth season in this Vita Liga again. We mentioned a couple of weeks ago, we made we named a podcast like The North Has Fallen and everything, and then they won that they won against Nuremberg, and I was like, oh God, see if we, we've, we've uh, completely jinxed this, and they go up now after saying that they've collapsed, but it happened again as we really, <laughs> you know, really poor result against um, Osnabrück. It's really disappointing again for my eyes, Val. Can you still say next season, oh, but they should come up? Like, or do you think that they've, they've, they've got to stop thinking like that, that they're going to get straight promotion? Well, really, at this point, they are a Vital League aside with Vital League players. They're not, they're not a Bundesliga side. I think before the impression was that they were just sort of, this is just a temporary stop off and they'd be back. But they really have to adapt now. And that probably means financially as well that they maybe need to cut back because they've sort of, They've probably been spending money on relying that they'll get back quickly, but they're that hasn't worked out for fourth season now, and in a way, I don't know if that'll. It'll, I mean, it adds on more pressure, obviously, but it the the bar is just slightly lower now because there's an expectation that they'll they'll mess it up every season at the end, so. It, the, I think a lot of people won't be at the start of next season maybe tipping them to be champions. So that sets the pressure on them straight away. But I don't know. I think before we think about their future, we need really need to see the next coach at their point. But knowing that club, he'll only be in a few months anyway. So it's, it's, hard, to, it's hard to really forecast their long-term future, to be honest. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting future for Hasbro anyway. It's just, as much as we can make jokes about it, George, it is kind of the, like disappointing to see such a huge club just languish and not not manage to re- become what they once were again, like we all thought they would each season. And like Colin said, it's that last 10, I guess the last 10 games, they just they just stopped playing. So they, they, they just don't know. So they either assume they're going to go up or the, the rest of the league, which we've, we usually see with Vital League, the last 10 games are usually mental um, and usually a lot of changes go on. So it's it's, it's slightly disappointing, isn't it, um, to see that they will spend their fourth season. But thinking about all the teams that could come down, maybe it'll be more interesting with them in it. Yeah, well, I think it's, I think it sets a really, um, really sort of poignant example for those teams like Schalke, maybe Bremen, maybe Cone, you know, big, big traditional clubs that, you know, there's no there's no sort of entitlement in the Spider Liga. You have to earn your stripes, as they say. Um, I mean, it's it's you know, so um, the decision to to sack Tuna was still seems quite strange to me. Um, I mean, it had kicked on a little bit, but you know, losing against Osnabrück, I think hadn't won at home in 13 attempts until 
had looked pretty poor and before, apart from that win against Wurzburg. Yeah, and then it is it's 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 sad to see, but I mean, I think I think that's probably why you see like Schalke at the moment sort of panic buying anyone and everyone they can to really start setting up for for um for next season because they just don't no one wants that to happen to them. Um, yeah, it's um it's it's sad to see, but it's definitely lessons to be learned from it. Yeah, definitely. It looked like it could it could be like a like a Bremen, especially there's kind of signs of Hasfeld there. I don't think FC FC are the biggest yo-yo club in Germany. If they go down, they'll go straight back up, and then they'll go they're back down eventually again. It's it's bound to happen. I don't see them doing similar, but yeah, no, I get what you mean. It's going to be very difficult for these big traditional clubs to look at a team like Hasfeld and go that could that could have been us or that could eventually be us. So something to watch out for. So let's get to the, the more exciting parts of this Vita Liga. It was some very interesting um, results um, at the weekend, Colin. Um, you know, not results we maybe thought were going to happen. Obviously, Bochum and Kiel both failing to win uh, their game while Greuther Furth came back against uh, Paderborn to clinch victory to make it just that wee bit more interesting. Can't really fault Kiel in some ways. Um, Karlsruhe are, um, are a really good team this year, and it's kind of it was a shame to watch them just fall off uh, towards the end. Um, obviously, but seventh place for for Karlsruhe, that's a really positive place for them. But you can understand with Kiel with their, their schedule and how well they've done. Uh, Bochum just it was a bit bit of a character for Bochum to to lose away to to Nuremberg, but. You had to, to go for these three teams and decide because it's so close. There's three points in it. I mean, I wouldn't really suggest anyone going for Phil to win to win it to, to finish first just by the, the, the you know the kind of goal swing. Um, it's not that big, but relying on two two teams to to lose is going to be quite difficult. Mm-hmm. So, what are you thinking going into the or the we'll start with the champions uh, first, like and then go into mm-hmm. the relegation. Well, it's it's, uh, it's difficult for it's difficult for foot, but it's the kind of league that you wouldn't you wouldn't sort of put it past teams to lose even at the top, because even just to get into this situation where in the final match day all three teams are capable of winning the league, that required quite a, a bit of drama in the second last game for like with Bochum failing to win, Kiel losing, and Furt managing to win away from home. So it's it's really exciting. I mean, Kiel have had tough circumstances with the fixture pile-up that they've had with the Cup and the quarantine. Um, but Karlsruhe have been a very good side this season. I mean, embarrassingly, we were sharing some of our predictions the other day. At Mads Vitaliga prediction, I'd put Karlsruhe at 17th, get relegated after their relegation battle last year. But they've, they've been very impressive. They've taken points off quite a few big sides, managing to get the draw at Hamburg, uh, they got a draw against Fuert recently as well, so they've proven themselves a really capable side. So, in that, um, Kiel, it's not too much of a disgrace for Kiel, but it, it is a setback for them going to the final game. Bochum, I've never seen Bochum, I've never been particularly convinced by them, particularly in games like they were on Monday night a few weeks ago where they lost at Darmstadt. I thought they were very poor there against Nuremberg. Nuremberg did have chances, I think they could easily easily won that game against Bochum, but managed to grind the point out. The way that the the way that it is just now, with them sitting top just now, I think they, they are the favourites out of the three. Uh, 
to secure promotion. It will be difficult for them against Sandhausen, though. With, I mean, they, they've got something to play for themselves, being the relegation battle. I, it wouldn't surprise me at all if Bochum dropped points again. I, I actually, I've been impressed when I've ever seen Sandhausen, although they, they have chucked points away at certain periods. But I can see them getting a drop, Bochum. In terms of Kiel against Darmstadt, that's a really, another really tough opponent, opponent for Kiel. Darmstadt, every season they seem to do this. They seem to come in with momentum at the end of the season. Maybe make a poor start to the season, but then, it, yeah, they, they come in at the end, but it, it's just not enough to make a promotion push. But the, the former Serdar Dursun, Serdar Dursun scored four goals at the weekend, overtaking Taroda to become top scorer of the league for now. That, that's a terrifying prospect for them. But I, I do have faith in the Keel squad. Um, I, I do think, I think when I've seen, I think they have been the best side in the league this year. It's just a case of circumstances. They, they haven't managed to secure promotion yet. I'd, I'd expect them to win that, which would be enough to uh, get them up. And with those results, the third result is really meaningless because they, they require both the, those sides to both those sides to drop points. And they they do have the toughest game as well, I think, against uh, Dusseldorf, who now have nothing to play for. But that'll be a, a tough game for them as well. Um, and they, I think, I think with nothing to play for, for could still win that, like they beat Paderborn. But it's it as relying on Kiel and Bochum's results and them slipping up. So it, I think that puts it as Bochum win the league, Kiel second, but only in goal difference, mm. and for finishing in third. Yeah, I actually agree with that as well. I think that's the way it could possibly finish up. Perhaps Kiel going in a goal route and just overtaking um, Bochum in the end. But actually, I don't. I don't want to to say anything bad about Bochum, but I just feel like they might actually not win at the weekend. Just so just the way they were playing against Nuremberg, there was just something lacking, and you you just mm. hope that doesn't happen. But the fact that they're they're having to play a team like you said with Sandhausen, who want who needs to win. Don't necessarily need to win, but it's probably you know winning is better than holding out for um, what the other teams are going to do. So it'll be interesting to see, but I'm going to go with that finish as well. Bochum um, to win the league, uh, he'll just to lose out probably in goal difference. If not, he'll on goal win goal difference, it could be difficult. But third at Dusseldorf, like you mentioned, really, really good um, performance for them at the weekend. And they've, they've hit form a good time, just just shy of um, making that promotion push. But they should definitely finish in fourth place, I think. So it'll be interesting to see that. George, what are you thinking for the top three in the Vital Liga? Could be an interesting match day on Sunday. Yeah, um, don't want to be too boring, but I think that I think I might have to agree that it's pr- probably the, 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 the three um, as it is will probably stay as it is. Wouldn't actually surprise me if all three of them lost either, to be honest. Similar um, scenario to what I was suggesting about the um, the, the conference league spots. I mean, I think, obviously, Kiel against Darmstadt. Darmstadt has been probably the form side of the of the Cyta Liga in recent weeks. Really impressive. Um, you'd probably hope that they could carry a bit of that momentum on into the start of next season. Um, with Durfin as well, like you said. Um, and then, obviously... Um, but uh, playing at um, playing host to Dusseldorf, 
that would be a very tough game for them, especially when they know that they kind of probably have to win that game. Or yeah, will have to win that game, I suppose. Um, and and then, like you said, Bochum against Sandhausen. Bochum's been sort of stuttering a bit. You sort of felt like they could have been promoted a lot earlier if they'd um, not been a bit um, lacklustre at times. And yeah, Sandhausen really do need to win because I think we'll probably come to it next. But I'd probably actually back Osnabrück to get a result away at our. Um, it, it's been pretty terrible recently. Um, so Sandhausen will be needing to do everything to take three points from that game. So I think it would be quite funny to see that actually if all three of them lost. But um, yeah, I reckon it'll be as it is. Borkham in first, Kiel up, and then throw it into the relegation spot to play Cologne. Well, that'll be an interesting matchup. It's kind of hard not to go against each other, to be fair, because of this one. It is kind of set in stone just because. I think if um, Foot had one extra point, then we would be talking a different game. But I think just the fact that they, like, um, Bochum just need a point uh, to gain that automatic promotion. And then Kiel, you know, they're just, they just look like they're probably going to like they they could really struggle against Darmstadt, but then you're looking at it's a difficult game against Düsseldorf. They probably got one of the most difficult games that they could get for the last game match day, considering they need three points. So looks like Bochum and Hill will definitely be joining us in the Bundesliga next season. On behalf of all our predictions, it it could be wrong, uh, but for against what was I think. Uh, only Kern and Bielefeld were the two choices that we came up with for the relegation playoff in the Bundesliga. So, a bit interesting tie coming up, which we'll talk about later on. So, you mentioned there, George, when, uh, the relegation spots are also looking quite heated at the moment. Um, you have Jan Regensburg in with 35 points, Sandhausen on 34, Osnabrück on 33, and Eintracht Braunschweig on 31. So, Colin, we're looking at the bottom of this vital league. What's your thoughts ahead of it? Um, Braunschweig are basically probably out of it. Two points off of the relegation playoff and um, three off of survival with a big goal. Or not a big enough goal to find. Um, what are you looking at for the, the, the other three teams, really? Because I think Braunschweig are definitely going to be... I mean, they're definitely going to be in the relegation or the playoff. But what's your thought ahead of those three teams? Regensburg been really, really poor recently. Uh, Sandhausen, like you said, have picked up recently for not, um, a couple of good results recently. And Osnabrück, you know, that win against Hasbal must have been really big for them. Well, Braunschweig, it was such a terrible result for the Blues and Old Wurzburg. I mean, an already relegated team. You know, I thought that was a home banker, really, just uh, to win that. But in the other hand, like Haasval aren't a team you want to rely on for them not to beat um, because I mean Osnabrück themselves managed to beat Hamburg, which you wouldn't have anticipated. So that's put them into a much more favourable position going into the final game and the playoff with a superior goal difference to Braunschweig and also two points clear. Um so I, I don't really think I know Braunschweig hammered Osnabrück, but I don't really think they have it in them to win at Hamburg. I could regret saying that, but I've, wherever I've seen them, there's not really been the quality, I don't think, to get a result like that. I've not been particularly impressed by them. And 
as you say, like Osnabrück have quite a favourable game at Aua, who have been pretty drastic recently. I mean, the last home game they conceded eight to Paderborn, uh, and now Dirk Schuster's announced that he's resigning as well. So a bit of a bit of turbulence at that club just now. That's probably a, a favourable game for Osnabrück. In the same same vein, like uh, Osnabrück haven't been particularly good either. So I'm actually. I expect Hamburg. I expect Hamburg to beat Braunschweig. I mean, the pressure will be off them now. Now that they're out of the promotion race, I think Hamburg will win that. Osnabrück, I'm going to take. I'm going to take to get a point at our. Zandhausen is. I mean, we've we've covered that really. I, I think I'll get. I think we'll get a point at Bochum. I think of recent they have been the best team down there, and Regensburg. They've. Lucky for them that they've managed to get 35 points so far because they have been poor recently, they've struggled to score goals. But uh, just the way it works out with Osnabrück failing to win, that should see Regensburg safe. And I'd remain, in, remain on 14th with 35 points. Yeah, I see it differently. I don't know why, but I've got really bad feeling and I'm, I apologise to um, Dennis, who I've spoken to a lot, the Regensburg fan. Who's got good ties with um, uh, like Scottish football and Aberdeen? Honestly, I think Regensburg could go down into the playoffs spot. I'm not not confident for Regensburg going into that, and even just playing St. Pauli, who um, would have been disappointed with um, obviously with losing to uh, Hanover um, at the weekend. They probably want to just end that season on a high because they've been they have been good. Um, this year St. Pauli for the second half of the season and they probably could have finished higher if they had a better start I'm going to tip Sandhausen to to get a point that will see Sandha- um, see and Regensburg go below them with a loss and I'm going to go for um, Osnabrück to, to beat our because um, we've all kind of mentioned it now that our haven't been good enough this the past couple of games so um, we and um, I think it'll be a draw between Braunschweig and uh, Hasfall. So for me, I've got uh, Jan Regensburg to finish in the, the, the relegation playoff. What are you looking at, George? What's your thoughts um, for this vital league? Remembering that once we get into uh, your favourite league, one of these teams might be playing your favourite team. Yeah, <clears throat> might. Um, well. I've been, I've been ever since 1860. I've been on a, a good run of form, and the promotion uh, dream has remained alive. I've been eyeing up Regensburg for the whole time because obviously we got relegated against in the the, the relegation game against um, Regensburg last time, um, and I've just been using the uh, table calculator on the Kicker website to figure out how this would actually work because. Um, Regensburg and Sandhausen obviously got very similar goal difference. So the way I've worked it out is that I think Osnabrück are going to get a result away at our just because, like we've said, I think they've been so poor. Um, I think Braunschweig will lose um, and they'll, just, they'll go down. Then I've got uh, Regensburg to lose probably 1-0 to Pauli and that will leave them on the same goal difference as Sandhausen if Sandhausen draw. But they've scored less goals no sorry how they're head to head sorry so basically i have a regensburg to to finish 
third bottom and in the playoff against either team that might be in that game. Interesting that we both went for that. Um, I honestly like, I agree with you. I just something about Regensburg, it's just not going right for them at the moment. Um, so it could be a really interesting end to the season. Obviously, uh, Wolfsburg kicker is already down. I think that was kind of probably known after what their third, fourth managerial change that they definitely weren't going to survive um, the season. So it's going to be another exciting end to this Vitaliga season as well. So we've done Bundesliga, we've done Zweiterliga. We're going to move on to Dritte Liga now, and it's 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 still very exciting at the top, but it's just the two teams, and it's just the one game that's really been focused on for the Dritte Liga at the top, um, and then you've got a couple at the bottom, which could be really exciting going into the end. But George, we may as well come to you first. You're the you're our um, Dritte Liga correspondent, if you will. Uh, give you a title. Um, Hopefully not next year, you won't be, but we'll see after this game. So obviously the big game, uh, the biggest game of the weekend in your head, um, it should be of all Germany to be fair, is Ingolstadt against 1860 München. It's going to be an interesting one. Obviously the the draw uh, in the, the, you know, the derby against Bayern Munich Zwei didn't help matters, but a win for either team. It's plain and simple. I went for either team gets them that um, promotion uh, playoff place against what we thought was um, Regensburg. Um, so, what are you thinking about? I know it's tough for you to speak about because you don't like speaking about it or drinking it. And um, last week wasn't great for you. But what are you thinking going into this? This the last match day um, and just this game in general. Well, oh, don't know. My 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 head's all over the place. I mean. It, it, it's worried me that we have slowed up in the last two games, two draws, and sort of the, the, the manner of our, our performances has just not not been there, especially in the game against against Bayern. Um, and it worries me more that, I mean, after the game, the players just looked absolutely deflated. Um, we saw um, Sasha Muller's given a pretty uh, heated argument, a heated interview at the same time as having a continuous his argument with um Benson Muller, which he's subsequently been um, fined for um, and reprimanded by the DFB, but um, it was very funny nonetheless. But uh, it was also quite worrying just to see. I don't want to say that the heads were gone, but it's just they just they were just sort of all sunk to the floor, knowing that they that they need a win from this game as opposed to just a draw. Would have been a lot more confident of getting just p- probably playing out a nil nil draw of them um, because obviously we've got the. Uh, superior, far superior goal difference, and also sort of uh, the trajectory of Ingolstadt has been a little bit better recently. Um, they got the they did quite well to draw with Saarbrücken two weeks ago, and then obviously dismantled the Zebras. Um, so <laughs> um, I I think it's going to be a draw, which won't which won't be enough for us, unfortunately. Um, I, I I hate to say that, but I just I mean, the the game we played of them uh, last uh, in January, I think it was, when we won one nil. They were quite poor, and we kind of found a way to grind out of that game. Um, but I can just see this being one of those games that just both teams are very nervous, and it just ends up playing out of nil nil. So, and unfortunately, um, the the playoff, the the relegation playoff, might be played in the. The Audi City, as opposed to the the BMW City, as it were. Yeah. 
it sounds like it's going to be um, a difficult um, Saturday well, morning for you. You know, it's um, 12 o'clock in the UK, isn't it? Those games kick off at half 12. Uh, it's a yeah. Yeah, a difficult morning for you before the Bundesliga games. Um, and it sounds like you're, you've got difficult one to watch. Colin, from a neutral perspective, sticking with this promotion, obviously we will see uh, Dinamo Dresden. Unfortunately, showing similar signs to what Glasgow Rangers fans um, showed at the weekend, uh, which was disappointing to see. Uh, hands are rushed up. Also, they'll be coming up to the Vital Liga. Uh, but in your head, without disappointing George too much, who do you think <laughs> uh, could be that team that will go for the, the playoff uh, spot? against maybe a Regensburg or a Sandhausen or whoever you think it could be. What's your, your thoughts ahead of it? I'm probably I'm probably going to disappoint George, but I'm going to balance it out just now by congratulating Zasha Mulders for his Dritaliga Player of the Season award. Well-deserved. Uh, but that, that's probably where the joy ends. Um, yeah, so starting with Dresden, I mean... They probably do have the best team. They did falter for quite a bit. Looked like they were doing a bit of a of a harsh foul, but getting rid of Marcus Kowalski and bringing in Schmidt as a coach, I mean that's worked for them at least in the short term, managing to secure promotion. And you'd think in the last game against a vain side with nothing to play for, who lost four 0 in the last game against Halle, think they would go in to secure the title. Hansa Rostock. In touching distance of promotion at home to a relegated side, you'd think they would win that. But I thought they were quite, for the highlights I saw against Underhaken, they were quite unconvincing. Like Haken had a lot of the play, I thought, gave them quite a few chances. Just imagine to grind out that 1 0 win, which I suppose is what you need in a promotion race. But I don't think at times when I've seen Hansa they've been that good, really. Um, particularly against Ingolstadt they were quite lucky to get a draw out of that game a few weeks ago so that I mean that brings us on to Ingolstadt I think they are a team now with momentum they played well in that Hansa game I thought they were very unlucky not to win that um, and yeah as we say as we say like that 5-1 win at Duisburg as well just gives them momentum I think they, they, they should they should be among the top teams the, the players that they've got with a goal scorer like Kuchka and some of the experienced players like Mark Stendera. They've they've got a talented team. They've got that momentum now. 1860 I saw against Bayern. And yeah, it wasn't it wasn't too convincing either. I mean they struggled really to threaten, got the two goals from penalties and Bayern Bayern could have won the game, I think. Um I would like to see eighteen sixty win it, but I'm gonna go for home advantage in the English that win which would award so those results would give Dresden the title Rostock promoted and English that play in the playoff yeah I, I just want to say that I didn't introduce that as Hansa Rostock have already been promoted because obviously they haven't but I don't see them not beating Lubeck at the weekend so just just in case it sounds like I was being very Hansa Rostock and not English that friendly there um, but for me, I'm a I'm I'm going to back them, George. I'm backing the, the Leuven. I think they're going to win. Uh, I know you probably don't want to say it, so someone has to say. It. I think the Leuven are going to to do it. Um, I don't know why. I just 
there's something about English that in maybe last season's uh, playoff might be in the back of their mind. You know, they they were so close, but so far at the end, you know, they were minutes away from being as vital league side again. And that thought of being maybe that thought of being in the Dritter Liga for a third season will be really happening on them as well. Whereas I don't know if you agree, but with sex, you know, 1860, you're looking at them and thinking, if they don't go up this year, it's not the worst like possible scenario. They've got momentum to go look more this close this year. Let's make that push next year and let's actually go for promotion, uh, like automatic promotion. Whereas English Strat, there's more kind of on the line for them if they don't go up. I think because th- the three seasons, considering uh, they weren't they were in the Business League not so long ago, and they're making strides and going up the way. Um, I think they'd be really disappointed if they weren't. So I think there's more pressure on Ingolstadt in a way. I might be wrong saying that, but for me, there's more on them staying in the Drifter League next season than in, uh, than 1860. Is. So that's why I think 1860 might have that wee bit more. And you know, when you get Sasha Murders, um, as we've mentioned quite a few times, you. you you're going to back them to score one in a big game, surely. Um, um, so I'm going for an 1861, and I think it will finish. Um, obviously, Dresden top, uh, Hansa Rostock, um, will finish second, and 1860 will play, will play Regensburg in the, the playoff. Hopefully, we'll see how it goes. Um, don't want to get your hopes up, George, but it could happen. It could happen. So um, that's that's the top of the table. The bottom of the table is looking quite interesting as well. Obviously, um, you 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 basically had the opportunity, George, um, at the weekend to relegate Bayern Munich's Uh, but their point has kept them in it. Just um, it only a two goal swing on Erdingen as well in Krefeld, so it's not the worst. Um, but also Meppen as well. They they've still got a chance of um, survival. Um, but Kaiserslautern, they managed to, and Duisburg as well, they managed to, to to regain their status. Considering we were talking about them a lot mid-season when they weren't looking so great, it was good to good to see them, like you know, Kaiserslautern especially, not see them go down. But what are you thinking, George? Get into that. Um, Unterhaking and Lübeck were confirmed um, from Monday that um, they were getting relegated, but. From Bayern Munich's Vi, Meppen and Erdingen, who is taking those last two spots for you? Yeah, uh, f- firstly, I just you, you want to say that um, you really do feel for Lübeck. I mean, the first season in the Dritter Liga and getting stripped back down without any of the fans seeing them. And they were, were actually were quite impressive at times. They just had by far one of the smallest budgets in the league. So, um, yeah, not ultimately, couldn't really... Um, couldn't really get the points they needed towards the end of the season. But, um, well, I think that all of the teams involved in the relegation scrap at the moment have sort of got quite winnable games. I mean, um, Ordingen's um, result against Magdeburg, who are the by far the form side in the league at the moment, has been really impressive. That was a huge win that sort of came out of nowhere. And that's, that's keeping them above water for the moment. Um they're playing Mannheim, who have got nothing to play for and are quite a turgid side in, um, from what I've seen of them. Um, Methen are playing uh, against Duisburg and, like I said, they might be on the beach having got the Klassener help last week. Um, so, and, and yeah, Bayern, like I said, against Haller, um, who have also got nothing to play for and can be an extremely leaky side at times. Um 
don't know. I've not really had. I, I probably, I probably say it will stay the same, and I really hope it does. Um, I think, I think, I think Odingham have got really good momentum coming off the back of that win against Magdeburg. That have been huge for their confidence. Um, back them to get a result. Um, and but if they do that, then that will be Kearns for for Bayern. So yeah, and for Mepin, I suppose. Yeah, no, I don't actually really see it going any other way because of, like you mentioned, the, the, the ties are actually favourable for them, that you wouldn't be surprised to see them all win um, mm-hmm. or even pick up points at least. So I think the only difference I would see is uh, maybe Bans Vai finishing above Meppen, but both will be consigned to that relegation spot. Do you have anything else to add on that, Colin? Obviously, you'll be quite delighted to see Lalton um, stay in the league. You've been kind of advocating for them all season, um, that hoping they'll stay up. So, are you you've, one that you thrilled with that? And what are you kind of in agreement with us, or do you think um, Crayfield could slip into it um, at the the hands of either Meppen or Munchen? Yeah, I think massive sense of relief with Kaiserslautern. Not just Kaiserslautern, but Duisburg as well, securing survival. Kaiserslautern, remarkably, their 18th draw of the season. So I think it was quite quite fitting that they secured it with a, securing a, a late draw at Victoria Köln. So that's another year in Dritte Liga. In terms of what I think will happen, I'm least confident about Meppen. I think They've not, uh, they've not won since March. I think I'm right in saying, and Duisburg. I think, although they, they were very poor against Ingolstadt, they are still a tough side and have improved under Pavel Dotchev. So I'm going to go for a draw there. Bayern. I really, really, really want Bayern to to go down, but I think they'll beat Halle, and. That just relies on Erding and even to get a point. Quite at Mannheim. I mean, they won the last game. They changed their coach, so they do have a bit of momentum. Uh, I think they could get a point at Mannheim, and that would be enough for them. So that would be good to see. And that would send Bayern's ride down. I think it will be close, though. I think really similar to similar to Zweitel, it's just really unpredictable down the bottom there. Particularly when it's it's teams playing sides that don't have anything to play for. It's hard to rely on them to get results. So, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll go for Erding and just to stay above the line, and, but Bayern to overtake Meth and ultimately still to go down. Fair enough. That could be an interesting. Um, basically, you're basically, you know, you said the same as me there, George. You know, you, you said it's going to stay the same. So, it could still be an interesting one, though. I think it's one still to look at. That game against that game, Ingolstadt uh, sixth day is a huge one. Um, like in Germany, I think it'll be a really interesting one, especially as it starts before Bundesliga. So, then, are, do either of you know if it'll be one of the the free games that um go on the YouTube channel again, or um, will it just be quite? It must be like a, I think so. It must be like I, I don't. I've not seen it yet, but it usually later on in the week gets confirmed. So I'll be interested to see if that's the free game, but definitely we check that out. Um, and I'll pray for George um, Saturday, Saturday. Um, but or after the game, actually pray for him if the the game uh, doesn't work. Well. <laughs> but so there we go. Run through all what could happen from Bundesliga all the way down to Drissa Liga. It's 
it's, it's a shame that the season's coming to an end, but I feel it's, it feels like it's been a long, long, long season, so it's kind of time to have a small break. Well, for the fans um, and, you know, one the work within the leagues and stuff like that, but players are not getting that break at all, um, going straight into Euros, which is interesting. But what we'll do is, after all that chat, we'll pass over to George, who's going to take another quiz against me and Colin, which I'm thoroughly looking forward to getting beaten. Um, but I'm sure George can explain what's going to happen as we finish up the episode. Yeah, well, as as you and as you boys and some potentially some some listeners might know, recently finished my my history degree, and so I thought that what better way to celebrate that than a, a bit of Bundesliga history um, in the quiz? Just five questions. They did take a little bit of research, um, so but they and they also take a bit of thinking as well. Um, so five questions. See how it goes. Up in me, <laughs> They're probably not as hard as the Holocaust just made that out to be, but there we go. Right. The, the first one is, who is the only Bundesliga team to be relegated the season after winning the league? Kaiserslautern. No. Is, Matt, is that me at the game then? Um, I get that. Well, Roy gets the next goal, let me answer, but I get answer. Let me answer. Right. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take a punt at like Braunschweig. No, I can give you a clue. Um, the the manager who won the league was sacked the next season, and he is his name is the name of. The stadium they play at. No back. Yeah. Oh, that was the exact same time. That was the exact same time. Yeah. I think that's a draw. I guess that's a draw. I that sounded exactly. I said that first. Everybody said that first. Right. Well, we think it must have uh, like I. I was definitely first on mass. I think it must be like connection thing or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely <laughs> said that before I heard you saying that. Well, okay. The the the, the editor the editor will be the judge of that by the, when the podcast is out. I'll just put my answer first. No. So, what well, would you think? A point each because we both. I think we both said it at the same time. I I heard it at the exact same time. Um. So. Let's call it a draw. No, we're all yeah, we're all friends here. We can't, you know. Maybe it'll sound it'll sound suspiciously different on the edit. It sounded like Roy said it about ten yeah. seconds beforehand. But. <laughs> <laughs> right, next one. The next question is: Simon Toroda, as we've spoken about a bit earlier, has scored 140 Schweizer Bundesliga goals. He has, however, only scored one Dritter League goal. Which club did he score that goal? Fortuna. Correct. 2009. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was a bit unfair. That was a bit unfair. But... Got an FC Cone com- question coming up. I'm, jo- no, I'm joking. I'm, I'm... <laughs> I'm getting it right. I think they, they, they were wearing this kit that season that he played for them. So that's definitely a bit of a, an advantage. 
I'll take the first question then, if you want. <laughs> um, okay, question three. Um, Sasha Mulders, who's a favourite of the podcast, is one of four players to have scored 10 goals in Germany's top three leagues. Name two of the other three players. Um, no, no. I was going to say one, and then realise he's not played Vital Liga. Um, two of them. Two of them. Here are the two more obvious ones. They they're both in the Bundesliga now. Yeah, I was going to guess um, Thomas Müller because I know he scored goals for the oh, Liga, um, but he's not played Vital Liga. Um, Florian Niederlechner. No? Yep, correct. With um, Unterhaching, um, Heidenheim, and then. Or Mainz, Freiburg, Augsburg. That's one. I've got to get the other one. There is there is a third one, but I just don't think that you'll get it. Well, you might do. I'd be impressed if you did. I'm going. To, no. I was going. To, I was going to hazard a rash guess because we we spoke. Of, we did a quiz about. A top goal scorer in like Drifter League all time. And I can't remember his first name, so it's kind of annoying me, but it's it's not Fink, is it? No. No. I'll give you i I'll give you a clue. It's there's no reason why it would they would be at different teams. Oh. Hilton? Yeah. Well done. Oh. Yes. That was a bit of a tricky a bit, a bit outside the box, that one. Um, yeah, oh, just really went to Leipzig. Um, we really went to Leipzig when you said that. Pilsen, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, the other one is um, I don't, I don't think you'll get it. It's Albert Bunyaku. Oh, Bunyaku, the guy. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, fair enough. Well, that was with Nuremberg, Kaiserslautern, and Auer and Victoria Köln. Interesting fact about him: when I was doing a bit of research, he was he was Swiss, and then reverted to the Kosovo national team and for a long time was Kosovo national team's top ever goal scorer with three goals. <laughs> yeah, it's a good little fact that. I'm assuming um, no. Right. Um, Bayer Leverkusen famously lost and got their nickname Leverkusen for their losing the Champions League final, DFB Pokal and finishing second in the league. In 2002. Name the three teams which either beat them or, in the case of the league, finished above them. Real Madrid. Real Madrid. Bayern Munich and Schalke. The, two of the three. Which is the other right one? Oh, it's uh, Dortmund. Dortmund won the league in 2002. Yeah, correct. <laughs> correct. That was the, I, oh, you got that very quickly. That's impressive. Um, right, so that, that's the, the the points are going to Colin for that. Um, I think you can still pull it back. I'm kind of still confused how the points are working uh, in, in my own quiz, but I, I, I don't know if that means you go one point. Um, what was happening with the oh. first the first one? I should get a point for that. I, it should be two. It should be. You know. <laughs> oh, I'm not happy. 
I'm I'm happy I'm happy to to give to give the three points away, but um, so we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, uh, he did kind no, of say that at the same time. Yeah. Right, no, I'll, right, give you, I'll give you Real Madrid. I'll give you Real Madrid if I get the two, the Bayern and Dortmund. Okay. Okay. All right, fifth and final question. Not sure, no idea what the, what the score is, but um, um, okay. The who is the only founding member of the Bundesliga in 1963 to currently be in the Regionalliga? I'm actually just going to start getting the teams because I don't. That's a good. That's a good one, though. Uh, Blends? No. Regionalia. Rottweiss Essen. No. Kickers Offenbach. No. They. I'll be clear. They they were relegated to the regional league last season. Oh my god! Crazy uh, Munster. Yes, correct. I think that's another that's another win for Colin. <laughs> New week, same old stuff. Another win. Too <laughs> quick. I've gone through all the teams who got relegated. I was like the only team that was a Grosses back. They got relegated last year. It's the only team I could say that came in my head. Mm. Yeah, they got relegated, and it was um, Karlsruhe. You know, obviously they were in East Germany at the time. Exactly. So and um, Chemnitz. 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 Yeah, we were also in East Germany. So. Well, so um, I know you kind of you lost track of the scores there somehow. But, <laughs> Uh, I'm sure we call them one. Or do you want to, can I can I ask for a recount? <laughs> I think either way, I'm. I, I, I think I think the points again. I think the win is is firmly Colin still. Did you? I think you got a lot of an, an FC question in there. Yeah, that was a that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, great. Um, but so. Ends with a quiz defeat as normal and a quiz win for Colin. I kind of want some. If anyone wants to apply for the German football quiz, just uh, get in touch. Um, if they want to take on Colin and beat Colin, that'd be quite nice for us. Um, just um, send us our EDM and say you want to come on and take on Colin, and we'll maybe we'll set up a big quiz over the summer. <laughs> just everyone against Colin, and they, they, they get knocked off if they don't get a point. What? Anyway. We're looking at a very exciting match day um, 34 in the first two leagues. Um, and obviously, it's a match day 38 in the Drift Liga. But it's going to be an exciting one, we think. There's definitely going to be lots of drama heading into the end. Who's going to stay up? Who's going to go down? Who will be champions? We'll all find out from next week. Um, we are hopefully going to be doing some crossover with the lovely people at the Zweite Bundesliga podcast over the playoffs. So hopefully more news to come in that soon. Um, so that'll be exciting, talking about all the, the playoffs when they're announced. 
hopefully George will be alive um, for one of these um, episodes. But hopefully uh, you have a good uh, Bundesliga Vital League and Drift League weekend and we'll see you soon. Scotland have bounced back again here!